0: Hi, it's Dwyer, GamblersAdvisory.com, a free site. BettingAngle.us, a free site. For people looking for podcasts, DwyerBoxingNews.com. It's the day before the fight, folks. I'm baffled. This is over my head. I don't understand how this heavyweight match is even happening. I'm just telling people that Zhang Geely is possibly the worst person in boxing that Joe Joyce could face. Geely's one of the very few in boxing who only has to be right once against Joe Joyce. Now you're telling me that Joe Joyce shows up at the weigh-in in in a fight where his ability to take punches is going to be tested, and Joyce is weighing 15 pounds lighter? This almost sounds like a suicide run. Let's talk about it. But first, remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Folks, I don't get it. If I were on Team Joyce and I were in a room and someone raised the prospect of fighting Zhang Jili, I'd say, no, no, no. Not him. Right? Now, I don't care what odds the casino is throwing out there. Zhang Jili is the betting side of the play. Right? Just understand that Zhang Jili is one of the very few who can stop Joe Joyce clean. The hedge would be that the fight doesn't go the distance. I don't see how it can. Somebody's gonna land a big shot. The fact that the casino is giving you better than four to one odds is one of those rare opportunities. But I need for you to understand the risk involved. If the fight goes the distance and Zhang Zhili does not win it, you lose it all. Right? Just understand the risk involved. Gili, to win, that's the base bet, folks, because they're foolish enough in a jump ball fight to be giving you better than four to one odds, right? I think that's only happening because people don't realize who Zhang Jili is. He won a silver medal in the Olympics, just like Joe Joyce. His only loss is one of those fights we might be talking about for years. If I'm right, And Philippe Ergovic, who barely beats Zhang Zheili after getting off the canvas, becomes the heavyweight champion. Right, folks, I'm I'm just telling you that all this talk about Joe Joyce's chin, how the juggernaut is supposed to have one of the great chins, is because the juggernaut keeps getting hit in the chin. Right we don't talk about great chins on fighters with great defense. Right no one talks about Floyd Mayweather's chin because Floyd went entire fights without getting hit. Right here you got Joe Joyce getting hit flush. Right flush by numerous guys. His fight against Joseph Parker I am guessing Parker to this day is wondering what kept Joyce up. Right, I know Joyce looks great. He doesn't change facial expression. He walks through punches. Folks, that has an expiration date on it, right? Just understand, Joseph Parker hits him with some home run straight right hands. Understand, Carlos Tackum, when they fought, and don't get me wrong. Joyce beat Parker. Parker doesn't make it the distance. Joyce beats Tackum. Right? But just to understand, Tackum lands some heavy straight right hands on Joyce. There's a hole in Joyce's defense. Not only that, Joyce has not fought a southpaw for a long time. Who's the genius who has him fighting a southpaw who only has to be right once? Who has one of the heaviest punches in all of boxing? Right? Let's not kid ourselves, too. Jang Jili actually has boxing skills. He's not standing around looking at Philippe Ergovic. He's actually boxing against Philippe Ergovic. He knocks Ergovic down once, then he boxes in such a way that there are many today who feel he was robbed. So I don't get it, folks. This, to me, is one of those off-rhythm fights that might end up being among the most memorable. Right? Think about some of the fights we've had that people didn't even think the underdog had much of a shot in. Right, Mayweather Castillo. Is there a closer fight on the Mayweather resume? Right, Lennox Lewis, hasim Rockman. Lewis didn't even train properly for that fight. Lennox Lewis, in perhaps the defining heavyweight fight, at least for me, in the last 30 years against Vitaly Klitschko. Right, folks, that fight wasn't even supposed to happen. Lewis was supposed to fight Kirk Johnson. Klitschko's a replacement. Well, now you have Joe Joyce, and it's shocking. He's already in line to fight for a title. Right, folks, understand. If he's nervous about fighting Usyk, and he wants experience against the Southpaw, this is not the Southpaw to risk it on because all Geely has to do is land like Parker did. And I don't think Joyce recovers. Right, so expect a shootout. This is a high-risk fight. Someone in Joyce's corner should have said, no, we're not fighting this guy. Right? Understand, Ergovic had to fight Zhili because other people were offered to fight and they passed on it. And it was an elimination fight. Here, Joe Joyce is foolishly fighting Zhang Zhili by choice. Right, folks, there has to be easier Southpaw opposition a fighter can take in preparing to fight Oleksandr Usyk. Right, understand, if Joyce fought Usyk, and he's already fought him semi-professionally, Usyk could land his best punch. Joyce might be able to take it. I don't think anybody, let me repeat that, anybody in the heavyweight division can take Zhang Geely's punch, right? Wasn't that Tyson Fury down on the canvas multiple times in multiple fights against Deontay Wilder? Wasn't that Deontay Wilder down on the canvas in his recent fight? In fact, his last two fights against Tyson Fury. Wasn't that Anthony Joshua down on the canvas against Andy Ruiz? Wasn't that Andy Ruiz down on the canvas against Chris Ariola? Wasn't that Luis Ortiz down on the canvas against Andy Ruiz? Folks, you can go down the line. I'm just telling you. All of these top heavyweights, if they get hit the right way, they can end up on the canvas. Zhang Geely has the punching power. You don't fight a guy like this flippantly. Think about this too. Andy Ruiz has a philosophy, and I agree with him. Ruiz believes that extra body weight helps him absorb punches. Right? Understand, you have countless fights where an athlete has weight drained their body. This happens at the lighter weights, right? Heavyweight, obviously, the guy can come in weighing as heavy as he wants. But at lighter weights, you have stories of guys draining their body to make weight. Then they get seriously hurt in fights. Gerald McClellan against Nigel Benn. Look up the pre-fight on that fight. Right? Guys want to make weight, they're sweating it out. Then in the fight, their body doesn't bounce back. Well, Andy Ruiz believes that at heavyweight, you want the extra weight on you. When you're facing a puncher. Now, folks need to understand that Big Bang, Zhang Jili is a puncher. Right? Joe Joyce. <laughs> it, it, it's shocking to me. Joe Joyce coming in 15 pounds lighter. What's he doing? Right? I assume Joyce isn't planning on trying to win a decision against Zhang Jili, Right? Understand, too. Geely knocks down Ergovic once when they fight with his offhand. Right? Geely southpaw lands a right hand. Look at the film and drops Ergovic. Ergovic gets off the canvas. Understand why many people feel Geely won that fight? It's because Geely has boxing skills. Right? He's not just a slugger. This isn't Deontay Wilder looking at you for several rounds. No, Geely's actually in their boxing. Right? And so to me, this is a dangerous fight. Jean-Gily is underrated. The fact that the casino is giving you a plus 400 and better makes Gili the clear side of the the clear betting side of the play. I'll hedge the bet. With the fight not going the distance. Right? Just understand how it works. If Joyce gets a stoppage and Geely was very tired against Jerry Forrest, was barely hanging on, that's of course after Geely knocks Forrest down three times. Right? Geely does have some stamina issues. Right? It's the later rounds that decide the Ergovic fight. Just understand that if Joyce wins by knockout, you hit on the under. Excuse me, not the under, the fight doesn't go the distance, right? If Zhang pulls the upset, folks, you went across the board, right? If he does it by stoppage and Joyce gets hit with power shots, if Geely wins by stoppage, you win on the doesn't-go-the-distance and you cash on the greater-than-four-to-one. If it goes the distance and Gili, who has boxing skills, wins by decision, then you lose on the doesn't-go-the-distance, but you hit on the greater-than-four-to-one. That's the play I like. The underdog simply to win, hedged with the fight, not going the distance. Joe Joyce has made a mistake here. Right? I do not envision Joyce being able to get Geely on his back foot like he got Joseph Parker on his back foot. Right? Geely's 6'6, folks. If you run at Geely, Gigli, Geely is going to treat you like Sonny Liston. He's going to stand his ground in the pocket. He's going to welcome a firefight. This is not the Joseph Parker fight. Also understand, because Geely is a Southpaw, this is not the Daniel Dubois fight. Joyce's jab does not line up perfectly. Also understand, too. If Joyce decides to be around the pocket shooting a jab, Geely has the boxing skills to actually move laterally to get off that straight left. This is a jump ball fight, folks. The casino has mispriced it. The public isn't aware of it. The underdog is dangerous. People might be asking Joyce's handlers about this after the fight. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.